What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Young Us- Young Uses Podcast. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how I've made it through two and a half years of college completely debt-free and how you can as well. Before I start off today's episode, I just want to apologize for the lack of uh, podcasts over the last two weeks. I was spending some time with family in Dallas. You know, we were just hanging out, playing Scrabble. I was cooking with my mom, walking my dog. Uh, and then I went to Denver with my dad, and we did we did some skiing for the first day, and then I did snowboarding for the rest of the time, and we were just having conversations, um, and I was catching up on some schoolwork a little bit, and um, after that, when I got back, I I had I had interview I had interview over the phone for for uh for in- I had interview I had my last interview for internship so ended up getting the internship so that was good um but yeah so just want to apologize for that because I really am working on more consistency and even though I'm not getting paid for this I really like doing it and I want to make sure I'm helping people as well uh, I think just sometimes I get lazy just like anybody else does and I can slack off a little bit but anyways yeah so today I'm going to be talking about you know what I've done to make it through college debt free specifically going to be talking about high school, um, you know, my parents and their help, what I've done during college, um, and a little bit of other stuff as well, you know, like with with cars and, and food and meal plans and, you know, just all of that. But anyway, so just going to start off with high school. Um, so in high school, I was a, I was a pretty good student. You know, I've never really struggled with any class except for my sophomore year of high school, I failed one class. I didn't fail any other classes in my life except for one class in high school. I failed geometry, and I had to retake it, ended up getting a B in that class. But the first part of how I was able to be successful in high school is I was going to my classes all the time. You know, like I was going to classes, and I wasn't really late except for maybe first period of class and, you know, the period after lunch those times in the day I was late to class to be honest because I was either waking up late in the morning and running late or I was coming from the gym or I wanted to take my time at lunch and I didn't like rushing to get back to class so you know it is it is what it is it happened a little bit but I was still going to class and putting the work uh, and then the second point of what I did in high school to finish with a good GPA was I was getting help from a tutor so I actually I went to the tutoring club and the owner, Chad, uh, he helped me a lot. And then there was actually three tutors. And I think I was going I was going four to five times a week. And I remember I even was going Saturday mornings from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. or 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And, you know, I was, I was grinding because I really wanted to finish with a good GPA because I knew that that was going to be my way to avoid student loans because, you know, my parents told me, from an early age about their student loans and I didn't want to be in the same situation. So I was, you know, I remember my schedule in high school was like, uh, wake up around 7 a.m., go work out, go work out from like 7.30 to um, 8.30, shower, eat, and then go to class from 9 to 3.30. And then I would eat a snack and then I would do tutoring from like 4 to 5.45. And then I would go to basketball practice from 6 to 8 come back home, shower, eat something, and then study for like another hour. And so it was it was a grind, you know, but it was it paid off. Um, 
because I ended up finishing high school with a 3.6 GPA. And something that y'all should know in high school is you might end up being needing a tutor for more than one class and don't feel bad about it at all. You know, it, it is what it is. Like we all need help in certain areas. Some people, they might try to, I remember people were making fun of me for going to tutoring saying, oh, ha ha, you, you can't do it by yourself. You need, you need tutoring. But then when I got the good grades, those people weren't laughing anymore. They were like, okay, he, he put in the work and he, he got the, the grades. And I finished high school with a 3.6 GPA. You know, I didn't have a lot of extracurriculars or AP classes on there. You know, I just had basketball. I did have basketball all four years. Um, you know, you don't really put it on the application too much, but it's just something you could talk about. And so I just had grades in basketball in high school. And like, that was what I was focused on. And, you know, it paid off. I finished with a good GPA. And that GPA got me a scholarship for $6,000 a year. Yeah, $6,000 is not a lot but it's a lot better than 3000 a year or 2000 a year or zero a year. So it, it can make a difference. And 6000 over four years, that's $24,000. So yeah, it ends up being a lot, you know, in the long run over college. And the second part I'm going to talk about is parents. You know, in high school, my, my parents helped me a lot um, with my math classes, whether it was Algebra 2, Pre-Calc, you know, whatever, whatever classes. They helped me with English as well. And, you know, I kept a good relationship with high school and college. And, you know, now I have a good relationship with them as well. And this good relationship has helped me because they have let me, they let me stay at home freshman year. And then they've paid for my rent in sophomore and, you know, half of this, they're paying for my rent right now in junior year too. And that's because of the good relationship I've had, have, I've had with them. And then one trick I did is I asked them to match my scholarship. So when I got that $6,000 a year scholarship, I asked them to match it. So they're paying my tuition along with my rent. I'm very thankful to my parents. You know, I've told them many times I really appreciate them helping me because I know they don't have to help me with college, you know, because in the U.S., once you're 18, you know, if your parents want to, they could say, hey, huh, go go and figure it out. Go, go, go get shit done on your own and and go live on your own, and we're not going to help you, you know, but um, a lot of parents are not like that, thankfully, and my parents are not like that either, and they've been helping me a lot. Um, You know, I am working to pay things on my own soon, but as of right now, you know, I'm still working and and increasing my income, so they're helping me out. So really, you want to make sure you're keeping a good relationship with your parents, because if you don't have a good relationship with your parents, they're going to say, nah, screw your college, Um, you know, get a job or get a loan, you know, figure it out, do whatever you got to do to pay it, but they, they might not help you. Um, and of course, to be honest, if you pay the college a hundred percent on your own, from your own work, from your own scholarship, from, from your own loans is going to feel better, but it's going to be a lot more difficult and a lot more stressful because you're just going to have to figure out how to come up with, um, 20,000 a year, 25,000, 30,000, whatever it is, whatever your tuition, rent, car insurance, phone bill, groceries, haircuts, you know, whatever, whatever, all of that adds up to, because it's, it's not easy unless you've unless you've been working since you were like 13, 14, to be honest. Um, and then the third part of how I've been getting through college completely debt free is, you know, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be talking about the actual, you know, college part, like what I did during college because high school is like setting up for college, and it's like the preparation, you know, you. It's just like it's just like before a basketball game. Like you have to warm up so that you're gonna do well in the game. High school is like the warm up, and college is the game. You know, you're you're preparing in high school and putting in all, all the effort to get the good GPA so that you get the scholarship. So that when you get to college, 
now you're using that scholarship instead of having to use your own money or use loans. So the first part is, you know, I applied to college in, in March and I was attending in August. August 2018 was my was my first <clears throat> excuse me. August 2018 was my my first semester of college. So, you know, I was applying pretty early. I didn't wait all the way until like May or June to apply. You know, I was doing it. I could have done it earlier, like in January or like, you know, of November of the last year. Like I could have done it even earlier, like six months before, seven months, nine months before. But I feel like five months before you start is a pretty good time. So, um, you know, and I just applied. I only another trick is I only applied to the in-state colleges so that I would have no chance, no idea of even going out of state. You know, so I only applied to U of A, ASU, and NAU. I only applied to the, to those those three colleges. Um, you know, another option is, of course, you can go to community college, but I had the scholarship, so it wouldn't really have made sense to go to community college. So that's what I did. Now, freshman year, so I stayed in state. Uh, I go to the University of Arizona, and my freshman year of college, I stayed at home. So I was driving 30 minutes to class and I wasn't in the dorm either. And I didn't have a meal plan. So um, really those three things, you know, staying in state, staying at home and and not getting a meal plan, that saved me, let's see, that saved me like $20,000 right there because tuition out of state would have been like an extra 10 to 15,000. Um, staying at home saved me like 6,000 and meal plan saved me like another... 3,000. So yeah, like 20,000 right there. Um, I didn't pledge a fraternity that saved another two, 3,000 actually like four, yeah, I'd say like 4,000 for the year. It would say, save me like 4,000 not doing that. Um, and, you know, and I worked at Blake's Lauderburger. I did Postmates. I did DoorDash and I sold knives for Cutco and, you know, working those jobs helped me pay, you know, put gas in the car, get haircuts. Um, go to the movies. I had a girlfriend. So, you know, I had to take her out to a restaurant. That was something I had to pay for as well. And, you know, lastly, the, the, the two things I did freshman year to save money along with all of that is I used a 2007 laptop for like the first, yeah, for, for the entire first semester, I was using a 2007 laptop and I drove a 2007 Suzuki for the entire year. You know, I remember being in class and, and people laughing at me when I pulled out my laptop. But, you know, it is what it is. Like, sometimes you have to make sacrifices. You know, I have no debt. Um, so it's it's worth it. It's really worth it to make that sacrifice. And then sophomore year, I lived in a four-by-four four apartment a mile from class. I costed 600 a month after utilities, which is very modest. You know, there's kids whose parents are paying 800 a month, a thousand, a thousand two hundred. I even heard of kids who their parents are paying a thousand five hundred a month for them for their apartment. You know, um, and obviously it all depends on the income of the parents because if the parents are making like 500,000 a year combined, then that rent is nothing. Um, but at the same time, you know, not everybody's in that situation. So you just have to understand your situation and make sure that you're not pushing your parents too much. You know, and along with that, I biked and walked to class to save gas money. And before the semester started, I had $1,000 in savings. That savings helped me pay for, you know, electricity bills, groceries, because um, along with the stuff that I was paying for the, the previous year, my parents wanted me to pay electricity bills. So I had to start, you know, I remember I had to drive five minutes over to the leasing office and um, get, a, get out my checkbook and 
and write checks to pay electricity. And it was like $30, $50, $60, $40. Um, every month was like different. Our average was probably like $40. But it was an extra expense, like extra $40 every month. Like, it, you know, it's, it's tough. But, um, you know, so that savings, having that savings before the semester started really, really helped me out. Um, and then, you know, the first for almost, I'd say up until like just, I'd say for about half the semester. Yeah. So I had the savings before the semester and then I also worked for half of that semester until it got too stressful and I was starting to fall behind with my classes. I worked at home for U-Haul and, you know, so not only was this giving me income, but I was saving on gas money because I was working from home. So I didn't have to drive to work. And, you know, the last part about sophomore year, I was driving a 2006 Audi. So it was more expensive than the Suzuki, my, the car I had in my freshman year. Uh, I drove that car because my mom gave it to me as, as a gift. Again, very thankful for it. Um, but it was still cheaper than a new car. It's still cheaper than getting a car payment for like 150 or $200 a month. It was still cheaper than, um, you know, getting a, a $10,000 or $15,000, $20,000 loan on, on a car. And, you know, so it really helped me a lot. And then so now I've I just finished, you know, I'm about to start my junior year, second semester. So the last one I'm going to talk about is junior year, first semester. In this past semester, I've been living. I was I'm still living in it, but I was living in a two by two apartment uh, half a mile from class. I cost 740 a month after utilities. So a little bit more expensive, you know, looking back, the smart decision would have been just to stay in the four by four and save that extra hundred dollars a month. Um, but you know, I was, I was predicting classes being in person, COVID happened, you know, interesting situation right there, but it is what it is still a lot cheaper than other, other people are paying. So saving that money, um, you know, classes are online, so there's no commuting. So I'm saving a lot of gas money right there. And then I only partied three or four times in that semester, you know, most Friday and Saturday nights, I was either playing basketball, um, watching YouTube, playing 2k, studying, sleeping so you know this helped me on on buying alcohol um because actually you know i forgot to touch on this but in my um in my sophomore year in the in the second semester uh, i was actually i was pledging a fraternity and that you know that ended up depleting a lot of my savings because i had to pay for alcohol i had to pay for ubers um you know sometimes i, I was like buying food for the people and you know, I don't really regret it that much. Like it was a fun experience, but it was definitely hurting my pockets a little bit. So when when thinking of pledging a fraternity, you really have to think about whether you can afford it or not. Some people they go into college with five k, ten k, fifteen k savings, so it's no problem for them. But other people they're going into college broke, so you got to decide. And some people their parents are willing to pay for the fraternity. Some people their parents aren't. So you know, it is it is what it is. Um, and then this last semester, I drove a 2007 Pontiac. It was it honestly been better for me than um, than both of the the first two cars. And you know, gets like my 18 miles per gallon and like 23 on the highway, so it's not amazing, but it's paid off and um, it has less than 100,000 miles, so I don't. It doesn't really get too much repairs, so. It's been working pretty decent. Obviously, I want to upgrade in the future, but right now for college, it's getting the job done, keeping me out of debt, and that's the important part. So, yeah, that's it. That's that's my story of how I've made it through college 
debt free so far and I plan to keep going this way because my goal is to graduate completely debt free. And um, so, you know, going back to the main main points, um, first point is making sure you're doing well in high school, finish with a high GPA, you know, and take on APs if you can. Uh, really, this really this episode is for, for the high school students because I want y'all to make sure you're going on the debt free path like I am. Um, and, you know, hopefully you can have a better car and a better laptop going into college than, than I than I had. But, you know, at least if you don't, then you, you, you know that you're on the right path. So that's the first part is getting a good GPA in high school. Second part, keep a good relationship with your parents so that, you know, they can pay for some of your expenses and help you out when you need it. Third part, you know, make sure you're applying to college early. And for a fourth part, when you get to college, stay in state. Um, fifth tip, you know, stay home as long as you can, if possible. Um, sixth tip, don't get a meal plan. Um, seventh tip that I have, you know, work jobs throughout college. Eighth tip, drive a used car. Um, ninth tip, you know, get a modest apartment. Don't live in an apartment that costs too much. And let's see. Um, oh, 10th and final tip. Um, really do your best to make sure you're not spending too much money on, on alcohol or Ubers or Lyfts because those can add up quickly, you know. Um, and, I, you know, it's 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 different for everybody, but you don't want to be telling your parents like every few days, oh, I need $50 for alcohol or I need $100 for alcohol. Or, I mean, obviously, you're probably not going to be telling them it's for that, but uh, you know, you don't want to be, you don't want to be spending all that on, on, you know, something not beneficial. So yeah, that's it for, that's it for today's episode. And I think this is one's a really beneficial one. You know, um, I like talking about the female nature, but I realized like, I want to talk about more about self-development and, and finance. So I'm switching more to that because I think it's a lot more beneficial uh, you know, it's it's useful and it's cool to help guys like go on more dates or, you know, meet more attractive women. But uh, really, you want to be taking care of your body and your finances because that's that's more important. Like, you know, um, of course, every everybody wants to have a nice family one day, but you got to be putting in the work and setting yourself up, setting yourself up financially before you start all that. So, yeah, that's it for this it for today's episode. Appreciate you all for listening. And catch you all in the next episode.